I'm Robin. And you know me. I'm Brandy. <laughs> this is my beautiful wife. She's the best of everything. Happy New Year. Yeah, Happy New Year. So, we wanted to prophesy a little bit over you guys, and I'll give Brandy a chance to talk, and I'm going to sit here and drink my grape juice. Yes. It's literal grape juice. Don't think I'm drinking wine. I don't drink alcohol. Not that I think there's anything wrong necessarily with drinking alcohol, but I don't drink alcohol. Yes. So... Tonight, we are excited to be bringing in the new year with you from our home. Um, we know that there's a lot of other ministers that have conferences and things like that going on, but obviously with our situation with our baby, we prefer to be at home with him safe and our toddlers in bed as well. So um, because of that, we actually get to be with you guys here that aren't able to go to any of those conferences or anything either. So. We're actually honored um, that you are here with us tonight and choosing to, to spend your night and your time with us where you could be anywhere else, hanging out with your family, going out to eat, whatever. Hopefully your family's with you and they're bringing in the new year with you, but we're so thankful that you chose to be here with us tonight. So we have a couple of things we're going to bring you. First of all, Holy Spirit has given Robin and I both messages. Um, when we teach together, we pray separately and then God gives us separate messages, and they always just feed off of each other beautifully. It's super fun to do, so we love teaching. And we haven't done a teaching on YouTube live together since before the baby was born. It's been a hot minute. Yeah, I'm pretty sure, so it's been a while. If you haven't caught it, um, all three parts of my COVID testimony are up on our personal website, firesidegrace.com backslash daily teachings, or you can just go to firesidegrace.com. Look in the tabs, go to daily teachings, and all of our videos are starting to be there. But those three are for sure there. Yep, we're starting to upload things to get people involved. Yes. So, I want to start with one thing. First of all, before we get into this, everybody, thank you for being here. In case you don't know, we will be prophesying over people. Yeah, at the end of our teaching. After we get done with the teaching. So, stick around through the teachings, or you might miss your chance to get prophesied over. And we want to give you like hope and direction for the new year. Um, I have a, a little lesson, Brandy has a little lesson, but I was praying and I asked the Lord, what scripture do you have for us for 2022 going into 2022? I did the same thing. He said Psalm 20. I didn't get Psalm 20, but I did get a Psalm. Awesome. Hey, so we have no idea what happened except just an attack from the devil is all we can come up with. I'm sorry about that. Um, and we just cover this conversation with the blood of Jesus um, and every home and every person watching would just declare no weapon formed against us will prosper and we send confusion into the enemy's camp that's trying to attack us. Yeah, amen. And I just I just speak life right now. And so what I was going to say was let me pray over y'all first real quick. You like our background? It's in our room. Uh, let's get that a little better. There we go. A little more centered. That's a, a little bit better. I wish that we didn't have the edges in the background, but it's cool. It is what it is. Uh, so, I want to pray over you all real quick first, and just to let you know, in case uh, you hear a baby cry, both of our sons are asleep right now, so if either one of them cries, we will, one of us will jump up and go take care of them, depending on who's talking at the moment. So, let's start out with prayer. Holy Spirit, Lord, Jesus, Father God, thank you for being here. God, I ask that you touch each person that's listening right now with fresh fire. That we loose the spirit of prophecy, the testimony of Jesus Christ in each person's home right now. And Lord, I pray that you give them direction 
give them guidance, give them a voice, give them hope for the new year. And Lord, I pray that you bless each person, heal each person. And I thank you that your kingdom is here, that there is no distance between you and any person watching this now or in the future. In Jesus' name, amen. Yes, and if you missed the beginning, we are excited to be here with you. We're going to jump into the teaching. If you don't know much about us yet, welcome to the Fireside Grace family. We do celebrate Rosh Hashanah, so that's our, you know, big new year. This is um, obviously the Roman new year, and God can speak through it too. So we're going to talk to you about both the Hebraic new year a little bit and the Roman new year and how they tie together moving into 2022. So super excited about what the Lord has in store and excited about what is going to come for you. So I just, I feel Holy Spirit all in here right now. And I just loose the power of Holy Spirit into your atmosphere, right where you're at, that you will be radically changed by taking time to listen to this message and making room for Holy Spirit in your home. We love you guys. Thank you again for being here. Let's have a teach. And make sure you stick around or else you'll miss your prophecy. And share this on all of your Facebook pages and everything. Get it out well, there. We'll get to everyone we can. Okay. Yeah. All right. So the ver- the scripture that the Lord gave me for 2022 is Psalm 20. And I didn't really read it. I just perused through it. But that's a big. this word. is what the Lord is saying for 2022, what we're going into. May the Lord answer you in the day of trouble. May the name of the God of Jacob defend you. May he send you help from the sanctuary and strengthen you out of Zion. May he remember all your offerings and accept your burnt sacrifice. Which, by the way, now our burnt sacrifice is a life of worship. Okay? May he grant you according to your heart's desire and fulfill all your purpose. We will rejoice in your salvation. Just so you know that word salvation in Hebrew is Yeshua. May we rejoice in your Yeshua, Jesus. And in the name of our God, we will set up our banners. May the Lord fulfill all of your petitions. That's your prayers. Now I know that the Lord saves his anointed. <laughs> he will answer from his holy heaven with the, saying, with the saving strength of his right hand. Some trust in chariots and some in horses. But we will remember the name of the Lord our God. They have bowed down and fallen. Ooh. But we have risen and stand upright. Save, Lord. May the king answer us when we call. <laughs> That's, That's really good. good. <laughs> That's going into 2022. That's what he said to pray over you, over you guys. So that's pretty awesome. It is pretty awesome. Do you need this? You got it. You want to start the lesson? How do you want to do no, it? No, go ahead. Okay, so I basically just asked, I'm going to ask Holy Spirit right now. Holy Spirit, just bring to my recollection what you want me to say, and we'll go from there, okay? So You don't have your notebook? I have it right here. Oh, okay. okay. So, first of all, we have the number 20 out of 2022. 20 is the number rate or the letter Raish, and I'm not sure how you say the number. The numbers aren't pronounced the same way as the um the letter itself but it is the letter resh or resh or rosh however you want to say it okay so that's also the number 200 which i find very interesting uh, but this represents the head authority uh chiefs so we have authority chiefs and the head and then you've got uh it represents your deeds or works the first top um life 
So it's where we get Rosh Hashanah, which means head of the year, basically, and that's the new year, right? Am I, am I correct? Okay. And it can also represent, and this is interesting because the number, this is from the number two, which is Beit, which is actually in the year we're in 5782 right now, which would be going into 5783, which is Pei and Beit, which is mouth and prophesying and the family, 5782. Yeah. So... Two is a significant number here. Um, so we have the number two, which which represents discerning. Um, and so there can be a blessing and a curse because number two can bring division or multiplication. So on the flip side, if things didn't go well for us uh, in the coming weeks and months ahead, that you would see a flipping instead of the good things, the bad things, but we're going to prophesy the good things because that's what we do. We speak life, not death. Okay? So it's discerning the deeds, the works, the authority, and so forth. It's Rosh Hashanah. All right, now 22 is the Hebrew letter Tav, which is the end, which represents the cross of Jesus Christ, which is the finished work of Jesus. The reason that it represents the cross is because the Tav in the original Proto-Semitic um, or early Hebrew uh, lettering was two cross sticks, a cross. You have something you want to add? It was two cross sticks like this that represented a mark, and it represents the end time seal or the seal of God, or it can represent the mark of the beast in some sense. Again, twenty-two. It's another multiple of two. So we see that twenty twenty-two is going to be a year of blessing there's going to be a year of discerning a year of di division because you can multiply or divide to um to add to or take away from so in division it's going to be a separation of the wheat from the chaff of what is good and what is acceptable also this year um 5782 has been a shemitah which is a sabbatical year now, a sabbatical year, and I'm just going off the cuff here. I had this stuff written down. Actually, it was the very next thing that I wrote down. So, a Shemitah, and I wrote this at 1.30, 2 o'clock in the morning or something. Uh, Shemitah is a sabbatical year where God commanded his people to take the year off and not sow or harvest, not work the land or anything. It's a year of rest. A year of rest. And so... When you can't, at that time for them to rest, to not buy or sell or whatever, to just trust God with their finances, with their livelihood, because they were essentially not, you know, entirely, but were, in a sense, an agrarian culture for most of them, where they did most of what they did to receive uh, compensation was their harvest, okay. their fields. Right. And so... If they couldn't harvest or plant or sow or reap or whatever, they had to trust God for their supernatural finances. And if they would honor him with that, he would honor them, and the next year would be a much more prosperous year for them for honoring him and trusting him. And that has been what 2021 has been so far. Having to trust God with your finances. Brandy's been teaching this all, all year long. Yeah, because, you know, the whole COVID mandates and everything like that. Um, 
have to be careful, of course, what we say, but it's all about trusting God with our health and our finances. And especially what, what's interesting to me is that two can represent man, like six can. Mm -hmm. And it's the year to rest. So instead of getting in the flesh, we have to really submit our flesh to God and rest this year. And then he will give us the deepest desires and secret petitions of our heart. Obviously, Psalm 37, 4, but that goes with what, exactly what you read in Psalm 20. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, is that all you have? I have a little bit more. Go ahead. So, I'm going to skip over. I had something about 5783, but I'm going to reserve that for a later time, for February. <laughs> this is what the Lord said to do. Okay. <laughs> uh, so, I looked up also on the leading of the Holy Spirit. Strong's Concordance 2022 Hebrew and Strong's Concordance 2022 Greek. Now, the word um, in 2022 is the Hebrew word mountain. And so a lot of times when you think about this, we're thinking about, in this case, the mountain of God, right? All right. So at least I'm thinking about the mountain of God. Or it can be speaking about obstacles that are moved out of the way. Now, it's also used, in Greek, it's only used one time. The word for in 2022 in Greek is only used one time, and it is in Luke 10.34, and it means to pour upon or pour out upon somebody or something. Now, when it's used, it's used in the story of the Good Samaritan who sees a guy who's been beaten, bloody, left on the side of the road, and I, I read this and I thought, hey, this is a parable about Jesus and, and being ministers up to the body of Christ. This is the Good Samaritan. Because the guy was beaten and broken and left on the ground. And what happened is the Good Samaritan came along and saw him and poured oil on his wound, took care of him, poured um, wine on his wound. It says here, and having approached, he bound up his wounds, pouring on oil and wine. He set him on his own animal. Now, in some of them, it says a cuss word, so I skipped that. It's not a cuss word, but it's another name for a donkey, and we're not talking about Republicans right now. Which is my favorite. I mean, favorite. Democrats. <laughs> Donkeys are my favorite animals. I just uh, want you to know that. Uh, so I'm a conservative Republican, by the way. That actually was an error. <laughs> so, pouring on oil and wine, he said him... didn't know. <laughs> he set him on his own animal, brought him to an inn, and took care of him. So, what I really love about this is the last thing that I have to add to it. Um, is that this would represent like us taking care of going into 2022 as Brandy and I do our best to try and take care of and meet the needs of Christians um, in the body of Christ. And so the anointing is the Holy Spirit and it's Jesus to, to be anointed. The word in Hebrew is Mashiach, Mashiach or Christos in Greek. And Christos means anointed. So when he poured the anointing oil he anointed him he put in greek it says he christed on him <laughs> and then the blood represents the blood of jesus which he was using as basically an antibiotic or maybe not an antibiotic what do you call it when you put something on something that's and an antiseptic on onto him like a medicine to cover his wounds and bring healing facilitate healing so we've got the anointing of Christ and the blood of Christ, which was there to bring healing to the to the body of the of the beggar, 
the person who was left on the side of the road, the person who was robbed and had his blessings taken from him. And he picked him up and carried his burden with him. And that requires faith. That is where the body of Christ has been for most of the year of 2021. Stolen from, hurt, wounded by what has happened in this nation. And also, one thing that the Lord said to me this morning while I was praying, while I was doing this lesson, was that this is a Shemitah year where they're not allowed to reap a harvest. Well, since 46 has been in office, we'll just call him 46 so we don't get any dingers going here. Um, since 46 has been in office, there's basically been no harvest in this nation. There's been no real growth in this nation. It, and, and they forced people to rest. God forced America, Americans to take a break. Well, I think it was the devil that forced them to take a break. But it just so happened that the Shemitah year started at the end of 2020, leading into 2021. Or no, it was the end of 2021, right? And it leads to September. Right. So we're about to come into a time of a ripe new harvest going into 5783. And the reason that this correlates into why this correlates I'm into 5783 say, <laughs> is is that um, 5783 is a season of new growth, of speaking new life and new growth. Um, it is referring it's when you look at 83 in Hebrew, it spells out the word uh, pay and gimel, which is paga, or uh, it's it's spelled phonetically paga. Um, in English, but it's pronounced peg or pog, pog, I guess you would say in another English language. <laughs> in a non-New York language. <laughs> um, and, and that actually means an unripened fig that's sprouting and it's green. So it's new life and new growth, and it's the beginning of a season of harvest. So we're coming out of a year of Shemitah where we can't have harvest and new growth is coming in. Now, since it's referring to the letter uh, to the color green. Green represents the number four because it's the fourth gemstone on the breastplate of judgment. So we're entering into a season of judgment. Four also happens to represent governmental authority and judgment, which starts in the fall of 2022. It starts September 25th. We enter into 5783, which is a year of new life, but also a year of speaking, the prophets have prophesied and spoken judgment over leadership and authority of the nation. So we're entering into that in in 2022 as well. And so I can't share the rest of it with you. <laughs> Rude. <laughs> okay, so if you see me looking down, I have to watch the comments because we get trolls. So a, I want to know what you guys are saying so I can participate with you, but B, I have to keep out trolls. So if I'm looking down, I am watching the comments on my phone. <laughs> so in summary, if you were to summarize everything you just said in a couple of sentences going into 2022, what does this mean to you? What does this mean in your heart? We are going into a season of, we're coming out of a season of rest. We're, we're in a season of rest right now where the Lord is about to supernaturally bless us beyond what we could imagine. We're about to see judgment happen. We're about to see great things happen in this country. We're about to see things being exposed and leadership exposed. The blessings are coming for the body of Christ. Everybody in 2022 who has been putting down and creating confusion, creating doubt, stirring up fear, and so forth, 
is going to be basically shut up in 2022 as the words of the prophets will start to come to pass rapidly. And so it's going to be a year of vindication and justification. There's going to be division, but it's a good thing because it's the Lord pruning out the old things. For us as individuals in the body of Christ, it's a year where we're going through the rest of the year where there will be multiplication. It will be added to you. It's 2022. So um, next year is very interesting that in February we have 2-22-22 on a Tuesday. That has to be an important day. I, I mean, I can't remember the last time God's done a 3-33 on a Thursday. You know what I'm saying? It's a Tuesday. That cannot be a coincidence. 2-22-22 is a Tuesday. So there is going to be great blessing, great reward, great harvest that is going to come in 2022 because it's a combination of going from a place of peace and rest, going into supernatural growth and prosperity starting in the fall. All exciting news, right? All really encouraging. Um, all gives us direction. And this is why if you do not study the Hebraic understanding of the times and seasons that we are in, that's actually a title of a book that we have, by the way, the Hebraic understanding of the times and seasons. That's not published yet. Don't take it. It's copyrighted. <laughs> it will be it's, copyrighted. <laughs> it's in queue with our other 10 books that are yeah. MQ for the publisher right now. Um, but anyway, if you're interested in learning about the times and seasons Hebraically, email us, um, and I'll see what I can do to get you a unprofessionally edited copy of that. Um, however, it's very important that we study the Hebraic times and seasons. There are some of you here that are watching that are extremely experienced in this, and there are others that don't understand why we do that um, or just have never been exposed to that or taught about it, etc. And we do have teaching material for you on that. However, what's really cool to me is, you know, how you can just float through life and go through life feeling like you, you're doing your best, but you never really feel in your heart and your knower if you're at the right place at the right time. Um, I know a lot of Christians feel like that. I felt like that at one point. I'm sure Robin felt like that at one point. We all go through that season where we don't know if we're at the right place at the right time. But when I started, started studying the Hebraic times and seasons that we're in, that went away. Like, I literally never felt like that again. And I'm not saying that, like, I'm greater than thou because I, I, I don't feel that. But it literally cured that for me. To be able to study God's timetable and understand what he's doing. Because he's not hiding anything from us. It's just a matter of seeking it. From him. So if you're a little confused about what's going on in the times and seasons right now because of the administration um, experiences that we're having, tragic experiences that we've been having, or, you know, prophet's words not coming to pass, or, you know, what you thought um, was going to come to pass regarding politics, etc., then renew your hope in this time. Take what we're teaching you about the Hebraic understanding of where we're at right now in God's calendar and use it as a weapon to propel you forward. Use it as a motor to go, okay, I'm going to listen to this, whether it's from us or, or Dutch Sheets is doing a great teaching tonight. I love Dutch Sheets. Um, and I we don't talk about a lot of people, but 
uh, I, I always listen to Duchess every year at this time. So, and that says a lot because I don't listen to anyone. So, Dutch Sheets and Joyce Meyer, and that's pretty much it. Um, out of choice. But I encourage you to replay, you know, the teachings that are going on right now all year long. Save them, download them, purchase them, whatever you have to do. And keep them in your arsenal because when we are about to come into victory, what is Satan going to do? He's going to push you back so that you don't enter into that victory. He's going to do his best to attempt to keep you from entering fully into that victory. So I'm going to go into my teaching now. It's actually not my teaching, but it does lead into it. So here's what the Lord told me. And this is what I've been dealing with, um, with all of my life coaching clients, almost every single life coaching client, my friends, etc., have all been struggling with distraction distractions right now. And I'm going to tell you, even us, um, we are not necessarily, Robin, what are you doing? I thought I was exiting the comments, but I almost exited oh. the video. Okay. I was like, please don't exit the video. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, we are entering into a wealth transfer. This is what the Lord told me prophetically. We are, and I was a little nervous about this, so I had him confirm it, but he said, we are about to experience the great wealth transfer that has been discussed over the last several years. So it's important now that we press in. It's important that we press in and we take time. Paige, you're funny. That we take time to recognize how the enemy is trying to come in and prevent us from pressing in. What does that look like? The Lord showed me that Satan has a plan for each of us right now, right now, to keep us, A, distracted. What does distracted mean? It means unable to concentrate because one's mind is preoccupied. It doesn't mean because you have to go and do the dishes, because you have to go and answer this phone call, because you have to run these errands. It means because one's mind is preoccupied. The battle this year will be in the mind. And the battle starts now. The enemy will try to get us A, distracted in our mind. Which, it's a place of rest this year. So that would tell me the enemy is going to try to distract us with anxiety. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. Because the battle this year is in the mind. A, distraction... B, he's going to try to keep us in despair. What is despair exactly? Despair is the complete loss or absence of hope. What is he doing right now with 46 not having yet been reinstated? Trying to take away people's hope. Trying to get us in a place of complete loss of hope. Distracted and angry with God angry at prophets, angry at each other as brothers and sisters in the body of Christ for distraction. All of you are commenting this. That's right. A distraction, be despair. You're commenting this. This is a distraction strategy of the enemy to keep us focused on what's going on in the world. He doesn't care how he does it. What he wants us to do 
is to stop speaking the promises that God has spoken and to distract us and get us to come into agreement. Oh, it's never going to happen. If it didn't happen now, blah, 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 blah. And I'm not even going to finish that statement because I don't want to come into agreement with Satan. And you shouldn't either. I don't like to shoot on people. Shoot all over them. I don't like to shoot <laughs> on people. I think it's rude. I think it's gross and rude. Here's some Holy Spirit toilet paper. Clean yourself up. <laughs> the thing is, when we... I, I promise I will go back and read all your comments because I feel like I want to know what you're saying because my heart is to have a conversation with you and not just talk. But know that I will go back and read your comments because I can't talk and do it at the same time. But I will. I'm reading the comments and watching <laughs> patrols. Okay. <laughs> I think Tyler from Texas is on here watching patrols too for us, he said. Great. Just kick him out if you see him. Um, <laughs> but we have to press in right now and not allow ourselves to get despair. Despair is a distraction. I know people that are more suicidal right now than they have been in decades. It's like they struggled with it in the past and now all of a sudden it's come up again. And... It's because Satan is trying to get us into a place where we have lost complete hope, which is hilarious to me because that means we have complete victory, complete victory. <laughs> He's trying to get us in complete despair, but we have complete victory. It's so funny and sly how he tries to get in these little cracks and make it appear as if something is happening negatively in the natural realm. But the truth is we're entering into a place of rest. Guys and gals, I say y'all because I'm from Oklahoma. I say yous or yuz. Yeah, you do. <laughs> Which is incorrect, by the way. I just had to say that. Yous is the plural form of the word you. <laughs> We have books. <laughs> I can't. I can't go there. Although I was thinking, this is a side note, that we need to make a video about all of your incorrect English terms <laughs> and go through them. And this is not from a place of disrespect. This is from a place of the English dictionary <laughs> and versus English dictionary Southern versus New Yorker, which is like night and day. <laughs> different anyway yeah like okay. elementary and documentary instead of elementary and documentary or but something elementary like that. is a canal in your body if you're in the medical field anyway and it's also an elementary school it's elementary <laughs> it's elementary you should know this see what i did using your play on words yeah. she's got mom jokes now folks got mom jokes okay <laughs> so a distraction b despair and C, the last but not least, is he wants to keep us despondent. So distraction is unable to concentrate because one's mind is preoccupied. Despair is complete loss or absence of hope, which also can mean that you feel numb and you don't feel joy either when you should feel joy. If you're my life coaching clients, you know, you know this. Despondent is a feeling or showing of extreme discouragement, dejection, or depression. So if you are struggling with depression right now, that is a 
assigned attack of the enemy against your life right now. It's actually also a false humility, we learned. Yes, because you're being pressed down like a tongue depressor. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that's a whole nother teaching that we did like a ton of years ago now. <laughs> I think I was still pregnant with Asher when we did that. Anyway, we can do that at another time too. Because we need to do that again. It's a good teaching. Been yeah. talking about it lately. Um, but he's trying to keep you or us in a place of extreme discouragement. I serve a God who is faithful. One of the questions that we tend to ask in in most of our life coaching courses is, who is God to you? Who is your, what is your favorite name for God? We all have that favorite name. Sometimes it's seasons where it's Abba. You know, others it's, um, you know, Elohim or... Elohim. That's mine. You can't steal mine. (laughs) (laughs) My favorite is Jehovah Rapha. The God who heals. Mm -hmm. My favorite word for God is El Olam or El Olam. How do I say it? El Olam. Sounds like you said, hello, Lamb. Hello, Lamb. (laughs) That's like, you just switched to Southern on me. (laughs) We have bipolar accents in our home. (laughs) Um... El Olam is the God who was and is and is to come. He's the Ancient of Days. That's also the name of my vehicle, by the way, because we name our vehicles every time we get one. The Ancient of Days, the one who is faithful. My God never, ever left us despondent. Ever. He never left us without hope. He went as far as he could by sending his son and laying down his life for us. And is still, after dying and being raised again, fighting for us every day. So if you find yourself despondent in this season, know that that is a lie of the enemy. God never leaves us without hope. So if you're one of those who are practicing learning, hearing the voice of God, if you are hearing the voice of God, it will give you hope. Yes, we are telling you there will be attacks of anxiety. There will be attacks of this uh, to tempt you to, to be anxious, to tempt you to be distracted in your mind. And here's the other thing is that it's going to involve idolatry. He's going to try to tempt us with idolatry. But if any of those things come up, and you get sucked into them, repent and go back into your place of rest. Resting means, this is a perfect picture of rest. So the Bible says that when we praise God, we enthrone him on our praises. When we enthrone God on our praises, what does that do? A, when we can praise God, oh, sorry, my chair is squeaking and talking. It's, That's what Robin's looking at. It's the uh, picture. Actually. Is it? Okay. I probably picture. should scoot up. Yeah, we'll puncture it. Okay. Well, I don't really love the picture anyway, so. I love it. That's why I put it in here. I stole it from I know. I don't love it. I stole it I didn't say anything. So, I like the gold in it, but. I love it. it. It's supernatural. When we are 
exalting God and enthroning him on our praises, what does that do? When we're praising him, that puts us in a place of perfect rest. We are hoping in him, we're laying down everything, and we're putting him first. That is perfect rest in him. So when we're praising him, he's enthroned on our praises. Well, what does a king do when they're enthroned? Reign and rule. They reign and rule, and they execute judgment. <laughs> they reign and rule, and they execute judgment when they are enthroned. So God is enthroned on the praises of his people. This is a year to enter into rest through praise, making him first, enthroning him, so that he can reign and rule and have his government in earth again. Not just in America, in the earth again. So we need to focus on that this season. When we are worshiping, we are at rest. Okay, I think I've harped on that enough. The reason I say that is because when we are praising him and worshiping him, we are not in idolatry of any kind. I'm going to go ahead and read Psalm 81. And I'm actually going to use my phone because I can't hold this and my phone and talk at the same time. Uh, go with me to Psalm 81. Okay, bear with me here and you'll see where I'm going. Verse 5. When God went out against Egypt, he established a statue, it as a statue for Joseph, and I heard an unknown voice say, that was God, I removed the burden from their shoulders. Their hands were set free from the basket. What is a basket? Obtaining your own provision. Yeah. This is a year of rest. When I asked God what was the verse chapter for this year, this is what he gave me. And it represents coming out of slavery because I had to carry baskets on their back full of bricks and hay and stuff. So that's good. It's good. In your distress you called and I rescued you. I answered you out of a thundercloud. I tested you at the waters of Meribah. Is that how you say that? Mm -hmm. Hear me, my people, and I will warn you. If you will only listen to me, Israel, you shall have no foreign god among you. You shall not worship any god other than me. I am the Lord your God who brought you out of Egypt. Open wide your mouth and I will fill it. I'm going to stop here for just a second. He brought us out of Egypt, going back to America for a moment. When 46 was president, uh, I mean, he is, right? Biden. No, 45. Yeah, Trump. When 45 was president, which he still is, and we know that, but when he was in front of everyone actively in office, he brought us out of, God used him to bring us out of Egypt, y'all. Like, don't forget that. Yes, 45. He brought us out of Egypt. To me, he's 45 and 46. He's 45, Truthfully, 46. He's going to be 45, 46, and 47. That's right. doesn't matter. Semantics. We, we have to remember that he brought us out of Egypt. Okay? It's like, sometimes I get irritated, and you can hear it in my voice right now. We forget so quickly where we were, and we're like, it's going to hell in a handbasket. 
Well, we're not. Okay? We prophesy those things. You know, when you say things like that, it doesn't line up with the will of God. No, it doesn't. And if you're in life coaching with me, you know that we don't say that. Okay, I am the Lord your God who brought you up <laughs> out of crazy. Egypt. Open wide your mouth and I will fill it. But my people would not listen to me. Israel would not submit to me. Submit just means trust. You know what's funny is the name Israel means wrestles with God. They, they struggled with God. They wrestled with God. They wouldn't submit. Which doesn't surprise me because usually your family doesn't honor you mm. and your hometown. So I gave them over to their stubborn hearts to follow their own devices because, yeah, I'm going to leave that there. Verse 13, if my people would only listen to me, if Israel would only follow my ways, how quickly would I subdue their enemies and turn my hand against their foes? I'm going to read that verse one more time. 14, how quickly would I subdue their enemies and turn my hand against their foes? How quickly those who hate the Lord would cringe before him and their punishment would last forever. But you would be fed with the finest of wheat, with honey from the rock, I would satisfy you. That's the verse that the Lord gave me. To summarize, or I'm sorry, the chapter and verses. To summarize, I'm going to go back to verse 8 and 9. If you would only listen to me, Israel, you shall have no foreign God among you. Skip a few. I am the Lord your God who brought you up out of Egypt. Open wide your mouth and I will fill it. We don't want to fall under the category of, but my people would not listen to me. Israel would not submit to me. He's good, y'all. He's good and trustworthy to be submitted to. He's trustworthy to say, and trust me, submit was my worst and most hated word basically my whole life. <laughs> Robin's over there trying not to, <laughs> trying not to smile. It's true. It's okay. <laughs> I remember having a knockdown, drag out fight with God, and my mentor at the time called me and was like, "Hey, God's saying that you need to submit," and I was like, "I think He's saying I need to hang up the phone." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it I was rebuke a, you, Satan. It Get was a struggle me. for sure. Um, but once you learn that He is a good Father and His intentions are always good, then we don't have problems submitting and saying, "Lord." I give everything to you. Come be the Lord of my life. However, if we press in and we don't allow ourselves to get distracted, despondent, or despaired in this season, what we will get, we will be fed with the finest of wheat, with the honey from the rock, I will satisfy you. This is what we get when we enter into God's rest this year. We get our foes quickly subdued and his hand turned against our foes our foes right now are those that are allowing themselves to be used by satan willingly those are our foes it's right here it's right here if we submit not only this year we don't we have to be careful not to make an idol so here's where i want to go with this 
we are going to wrap this up soon and pray over people. So thanks for hanging in there with us. When we feel distracted, whatever, we're trying to press in, I think it's important for us to fast. And we typically don't, you know, talk about when we fast or things like that because it's no one's business to know when we fast. But we are doing the fast right now. And I want to encourage you to fast or to cleanse anything from your body or anything from your life that is taking your time with God. For me, um, I, I really had to focus and make time to spend. That's what Robin and I both are doing right now. Like, it's hard for us to press in and spend time with God. Not because we don't want to, but because we're exhausted. And busy. We're just exhausted. And you guys know the situation with our son. Yeah, who wants to go to bed at 11 o'clock at night and then get up at 1.30 in the morning and start praying? I'll tell you, I don't. Yeah. But I do. Yeah. And for us, it's fasting our attitude when we're tired. Oh, yeah, that's a tough one. <laughs> Y'all think I'm hilarious, but I have a mean streak sometimes, or mean side sometimes. Comes out when I'm tired. Not towards people, just I get grumpy when I'm tired. <laughs> yeah, we all do. We have to decide to press in. And right now I encourage you to fast anything that would be an idol in your life. Comfort foods. For me, I have been really working on building my immunity. Because, honestly... I've been so tired, and after COVID, I just never really felt back to 110% health since I had COVID, and beginning in August. It's just been attack after attack after attack. So I'm building my immunity up right now. I'm fasting things that break down my immunity, and also fasting some of my time and my attitudes and things that are between me and the Lord. Anything that is distracting you or keeping you away right now from God, fast it. I encourage you. At least ask God what he would have you fast during this time. Amen. This is a time when we're moving into wealth like never before. So here's what, here's what the Lord here's what the Lord showed me. It's a year to be thankful for all of the things the Lord has brought us of provisions in the past. We have a field. We're resting from it this year. So that may look like for you, you take an extra day off from work. You work seven days a week. You learn to Sabbath. The Lord told me if you do not know how to Sabbath, this year will be key to your success and your spiritual walk to learning how to Sabbath. That will set you up for success. If you do not know how to Sabbath, start now. Send us an email. Ask us questions. We can do a teaching on the Sabbath. We've had some questions on that a lot, actually, recently. And we'd be happy to do a teaching on that as well. Learn to enter into rest. If you don't know how, don't say, well, I have a mental condition that prevents me from entering into rest. God wouldn't ask you to do it if you didn't have the capabilities to do it. You may have to work really, really, really hard to do it at first. But the more you do it, the easier it gets. And you can do it. I know that you can. It's a year for us, again, to be thankful for all the provisions the Lord has brought to us this year. The finances we... Okay, this was the big 
eye-opening word that I received when I was praying for this teaching. The finances you have set in place and the seeds we have sown, the Lord said, for even up to 25 years before now, will begin to be released and cultivated this year. We will reap a great harvest of finances over the next three years, was what the Lord had said. And what the vision I saw for that was those seeds that we had planted of good fight of you know financial blessing over the last 25 years started falling those seeds started falling from heaven that we had planted into our soil and being cultivated so the lord said while we're not cultivating this year because it's a year of allowing the land to rest and heal and all of those things which by the way makes it much more fertile for the next year that we do plant and unharvest and all those things which leads to a bigger crop than you've ever had before it's just like god takes even our land from glory to glory to glory but god showed me that while we rest he's planting in us mm-hmm. and when we enter into rest we can allow him and we make room for him it i'm very visionary and i, and I operate by seeing the majority of the time so if you just picture soil that you didn't take time and plant everything in this year is a whole field that God has time to sow seeds into your soil and he has room because there's been room made for him. We will reap a great harvest of finances again over the next three years. Interesting to me that the enemy would try to get us locked in despair when it's the season of releasing our heart's desires to us, finances, etc., and living in an amazing place of rest like never before. Again, if you don't know how to Sabbath, now is a key time to do that. This will be key and correctly moving ahead. This is the year. Instead of saying Happy New Year to everyone, the Lord told me to say Happy Be Year. This is the year to just be you. And if you don't know how to do that, I promise he will teach you how to be you. Yeah, it's all up in the Bible. That was good. Like it. And I don't care if you like it, but it's I'm glad good. you do. It's good. <laughs> it's what I heard. <laughs> I love it. So if you, um, you know, you guys have been so generous to us. Let me get my drink. You guys have been so generous to us and have um, sewn into us like never before. And we super appreciate that. We literally couldn't do what we do taking care of our kids being here with you during doing this teaching right now or teaching on a regular basis. Um, we wouldn't be able to do any of this without you. So thank you so much for giving us the opportunity to do ministry full time, to pour into people's lives. To we, we were able to bless so many people for Christmas. And it's just like, that's what life is about. Um, and we're so thankful to be able to bless people and, and do it because of you. So thank you for that. If you feel led to sow a seed of, um, you know, whatever the Lord puts on your heart for moving into wealth into the next year, feel free to do that. Our, our information is in the um, description of our videos and you can go to at Reformers Church is our PayPal, Brandy hyphen Kloniger, spelling of that's in the description of the video. For Venmo, you can go to our um, sorry, we just got a, a message here from a ministry partner. You can go to our website, firesidegrace.com and backslash partner with us and go to the donate button. 
but we truly appreciate you guys, um, especially y'all have been sewing into our personal household so that we can save for a house to be able to move towards our son's doctors and hospital um, because it seems like we'll be spending a lot of time there. So we greatly appreciate everything that you guys have done and we look forward to that as well. We're going to go ahead and shift now into praying over people. So I'm not going to pull names and give prophetic words down the list like we used to do. But what we're going to do is just ask the Lord what he would say and we'll release it. And if that word is for you, then grab it. We're going to go as long as we can. <clears throat> Robin's going on just a few hours of sleep. I'm going on just a few hours of sleep. So bear with us. We're going to go as long as we can. We hope to be able to do this again soon. But we love you. Happy New Year. And let's prophesy. Yeah, to answer somebody's question about the dream book, we only have the ebook on our website. But if you go to Amazon, you can get our book on Amazon. Um, and it's a paperback. We didn't do a hardcover because it's it's this is too much to yeah. do a hardcover. Um, and it's really kind of thin. You know, it's like 110, 120 pages. It's just it's it's designed to help you to learn how to interpret dreams and hear Holy Spirit for yourself, and not have you rely on going to a dictionary to look up the symbols, because the symbols will change sometimes depending on the context in which something was used in a dream. So the purpose of our dream symbol guide, and that's why we call it guide and not a dictionary, is to teach you how to interpret, how to hear God's voice. And it's not just something that you use to interpret dreams. You can use it to interpret what God's saying to you in your daily life while you're awake also. Anyway, so let's go ahead and prophesy. Let's see who we got here. So... We got uh, Matthew Goodsey is the first person that... Wait, 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 wait. Someone asked how our dogs are doing. This is important to me. This is, they're fine. This is the same as asking about how my kids are doing. <laughs> the dogs are okay. Miss Lydia, our white shepherd, is still undergoing heartworm treatment. She is in a very critical phase of that. So keep her in your prayers. But she's doing good. She's battling through it. Thank you for asking about my dogs. I appreciate she that. Can't. I care about our dogs also, but not like she does. I'm like, meh. <laughs> okay, so Matthew Goodsey was the first person that popped up. We're just going to try and get to you guys as fast as we can. So, um, and probably, hopefully within a, a short period of time. I'm pretty tired. We're not going to stay up until midnight. I'm going to tell you that much. I've been awake since 1.30 in the morning. All right? I'm tired, and i got to get up and do this again tomorrow. All right. What are you going to do? So Matthew Goodsey, I think it's Goodsey, I don't know, maybe it's Gutsy or, or something, but you know who you are. Um, when I started praying for you, I saw you walking with an umbrella, and it was just pouring rain, like, and I could kind of hear your thoughts under the umbrella, like, well, at least I'm dry under the umbrella, but it's just been storm after storm after storm. And just on the other side of the umbrella, you were just walking out of the storms, out of the rainy season, and walking into a season of growth, of sunshine, and, and uh, just good things that are coming. And I felt like it was something to do with finances. And for some reason, I saw uh, Bitcoins on the ground that you were about to pick up um, some cryptocurrency or something like that, that was going to be a blessing to you. And, and bring finances into your life. I don't like to prophesy about that, but that's what I saw. I don't particularly care about um, crypto finances at all, to be honest. 
but you're about to be very, very blessed uh, in what God's doing for you. So this season of just nasty weather and storms that you've been going through is coming to an end, and blessing and prosperity is what you're walking into now because you've endured the storm or endured the storm. Now God is going to bless you. So it's funny because you know the Lord gives us words about crypto, which we are neutral towards crypto. We hope that everyone that's invested just that is godly just thrives like they've never thrived before. <laughs> but we don't just sit and ask God's words about crypto. I Matter tell him not to tell me. Sometimes actually. we ask not for it. <laughs> but um, the Lord actually told me that that is part of the seeds um, that are going to prosper in the next three years is those godly people that have certain on certain cryptos. Um, so I'm just going to leave that there. So I, I just want to speak to whoever is having sciatica back pain. And I just say all of your B12 levels be healed in Jesus' name. Any metal poisoning that you would be carrying be released from your body now in Jesus' name. Back align with the blood of Jesus. Hey, will you do me a favor? Will you go grab a little piece of bread and we're going to leave them in communion uh, into the new year? I'll need more bread for a I drink all my blood. <laughs> <laughs> all of this great juice, symbolic blood for those of you that are trolls. <laughs> anyway, and um, I just see I just see God unpinching nerves that have been pinched in Jesus name, in Jesus name, sciatica, leave in the name of Jesus. So I'm gonna go ahead and pray for everyone here that is battling COVID at this moment, and I just declare that you are completely healed, delivered, set free by the blood of Jesus, that COVID is a diagnosis from man and not a diagnosis from God. Therefore, it's a lie. So because men tend to align with our flesh, which is in agreement with Satan, and our flesh is not in agreement with God. So I just declare that any diagnosis that you have that is not in alignment with healing, be it COVID, stomach issues, GI issues, you know, um, knee pain, Dan, Anything, if Dan's watching, I hope he is, I think he's going to. Anything that is in alignment with Satan and not in alignment with the pure and perfect word of God, be, be dismantled now. In Jesus' name. No infirmities will keep us in despair or make us despondent or make us depressed. Moving forward, none. No infirmities. Perfect sleep. Oh, that's the other thing that the Lord said um, that I I guess I skipped over that in my notes. Was the Lord said that there's going to be an attack of insomnia or there has already been an attack of insomnia uh, uh, to multiple in the body of Christ. But he says that he's coming to give you sweet sleep right now. I personally have been drinking dark cherry juice at night from 100% cherry juice concentrate because I'm doing my part as well. But I encourage you, whatever the strategy that the Lord gives you to combat insomnia, he will give you a strategy because if there's an attack, Jesus is the door, which means he's the way, which means there's always a door out and a way out of an attack that we don't have to accept the attack. 
It's just like anytime someone says you're going to be attacked or you can't could be attacked or there may be an attack, it's a temptation that we choose to accept or not. So we can choose to accept insomnia or we can choose not to. I just break all word curses that have been spoken over any of you that you have insomnia or that you've even stated that you have insomnia. I take authority over that and I break that curse over you even if you said it. And I just declare your hormones to operate properly and um, everything to be released chemically in your body properly for you to get a good night's sleep. Because what the enemy will do a lot of times is bring in depression at night when we can't sleep. It's a very common thing for the enemy to do at night. And you know what we do? What we do if that's happening is we just get up and pray. And then we release cool videos and help a lot of people. So we don't mind if we get woken up by insomnia. We just use it to God's benefit. So it actually kind of creates a something in Satan where he wants to keep us in bed instead of waking us up. So you can take authority and control over that as well. If you will, while you're listening, if you will be praying for us as well, Stephanie Foster, if you will have your family praying for us while we are prophesying over people, I really appreciate that. Um, yeah, and we will try to have a word for you too. But Stephanie, if you guys will specifically be praying for us and anyone else that the Lord leads to pray for us while we pray for you guys. Father, I just thank you for every person here. Um, Daniel Holsworth. I see that the Lord is going to fulfill his promises to you. And he says that his answer to your prayers are yes and amen. Amen. He says that you're, you've been praying for a certain something to happen, like a just something to break through in a certain area. And the Lord says that that is going to break through. Continue. Because so I kind of creeped. Let me creep the other way. Let me decreep. Recreep? No. <laughs> Uncreep. Uncreep. <laughs> that the Lord is working on the promises that he has given you not to lose hope, but that you will see breakthrough and you will see a roadmap paved for you. It's like I see a clearing of the land that he was... Um, Clearing land. So if you know if anyone has ever bought land that has not been cleared, you have a lot of work to do. So what I saw was that the Lord had created land that he was clearing the land out, taking the trees down, moving the trees, clearing a dirt path. And now he's going to lay down pavement and show you how to move forward on the road that he has cleared, the path he has cleared, and the direction that he would have you go in this next year. Again, that's for you, Daniel. But this one's for C. You know who you are. Um, while I was praying, I saw um, I saw a couple things. Uh, over one for your wife was a feeling of um, like emptiness, feeling like she's not good enough or attractive enough or whatever. And the Lord was going to bring healing to that uh, area of her life and her heart right now. I also feel like there's a feeling of isolation. Like uh, friends and family just haven't been there for her uh, when she's been in need. And also discouragement 
for feeling like the words of prophecy that have been spoken over her haven't come to pass, or even the prophetic words that were spoken over the nation haven't come to pass. So I just loose into her life right now uh, complete and total healing, hope, and restoration, and reformation. I don't want things restored to how they were before. I want to see reform in all areas, in marriage, in work, in family, with friends. Reform. Be reformed now in Jesus' name. And I just speak, there's a, there's a holiness. There's a holiness that needs to be walked in. The Lord's calling you both to walk in a greater level of, of holiness, higher than what you've even known. The Lord loves you. He's not disappointed in you. This is for you, see. He loves you and he's not disappointed in you. You're a great father and a great husband and a great friend. So don't beat yourself up over anything. Just know that the Lord loves you. He has not given up hope on you. And he's going to continue to bless you in ways that you can't believe because your heart is pliable and workable and God can use that. And he's going to continue to use you. I, real, I hear that there's someone listening named Joel, um, and that this season, Joel is going to have words of breakthrough for people that are stuck in despair and despondency, and it's going to come out through music, and I see you playing a piano and singing these words over people, and it's actually going to release Christians that are stuck from the enemy and despair and despondency, depression, distraction, all the D words. <laughs> That they're stuck in those things. You're going to sing over them and play your piano and release them out of that by speaking the word of God over them. Will you please us in communion? Yes, what do we take first? Okay, so we're going to take communion and this is, I went and got a tortilla, or part of a tortilla because I'm going to eat the whole thing. I'm just kidding. Um, I got it because it looks, it's unleavened, and it kind of looks like when Jesus was beaten at the post, his skin dangled off of his back like this. It was ripped off of his, his body, dangled like that. So when he said, this is my flesh which is broken for you, he literally took a piece of bread which didn't have leaven in it, which was about as thick as the thumb, and it was never cut with a utensil, it was torn. It was, it was ripped apart. He understood. Look at this. In slow motion. This is what happened to his flesh for you. His flesh. Imagine your skin being ripped open like that. So when he said, this is my flesh, which is torn for you. And he also said that the bread of the, the bread, it's not right to give the bread of the children to the dogs. He said that to the Phoenician woman who was asking for healing for her daughter. He wasn't calling her a dog. He was saying, I was sent here to heal Israel. The bread was healing. She was asking for healing. And he said, I wasn't sent to heal you yet. It's not your time. She said, but Lord, even the dogs get to eat the scraps from the master's table. And he was moved by her faith, so he gave her his bread, which was the healing. The bread is the healing. So when you take this, here you go. Watching patrols. You know 
that this is your healing. This is what Jesus went through being torn to pieces like this so that we don't have to live in sickness. This is the price he paid by having the flesh ripped off of his body dangling is what it says even in the word. It says it was torn like a garment is torn and just flaps for you to be healed. So when you take this, whatever area in your body is broken, is hurting, is sick, is wounded, scarred, whether it be physical or spiritual, emotional or mental, if your heart is hurt, you take this and be healed. And for everyone that has submitted a prayer request for healing for someone else as well, you can intercede and take this on their behalf. So, Father, we just thank you. Jesus, we thank you for the sacrifice that you made. And we say you are God, worthy of submission. And we submit to you and exalt you going into this new year. In Jesus' name. Mm -hmm. Delicious. Also keto-friendly, by the way, in case you're wondering. <laughs> All right. Now we got the good stuff. The blood. The grape juice. This is grape juice. I don't drink. I don't believe that it's necessarily wrong not to drink. I just don't drink. So, this. Now you need to take this. And Paul said when you take this, you need to judge yourself rightly so that you don't come under judgment. You don't take this in vain. You do not take the blood in vain. You don't just take it because it's what we're doing. This is the blood that was shed. This blood represents Jesus losing every bit of his identity as the Son of God and the Son of Man and being crushed and losing his life. Because it says that the life is in the blood. So when you take this, you don't just take the cleansing of the blood. You receive the life of Jesus Christ, and it's a life of abundance and overflowing. When Jesus, it says, when the grape was crushed, that he, he was humble or contrite. We did a word study on that, and that meant to be depressed. And not in the sense of being depressed as in you're sad all the time, but like it meant to be crushed down, yeah, like with a tongue depressor. So this... You take this in humility, to be crushed down in humility, that we need this. We need forgiveness. So take a moment and think about any areas in your life where you've been sinning or where you need forgiveness right now that the Lord brings to your heart and rightly judge your life. Rightly judge so that you do not come under judgment because Paul said, if you take this in vain... That's why many have fallen asleep, meaning died or become sick. This is not a joke. And Lord, we just repent for allowing any distractions in our life that would keep us from putting you first in every area, physically, emotionally, spiritually, mentally, financially, etc., We repent for allowing the enemy to 
get us into a place of despair, despondency, or depression. And we say that we trust in you, Jesus. We trust in your hope of salvation and deliverance. And we know that what the Lord, what the what the world is showing us right now is false reality. But that the true reality lies in your words, Jesus, because what you did on the cross was was real. It's true. And we are overcomers because you overcame. We can have hope to overcome for ourselves, for America, for the world. And I just thank you right now that when we take this blood, that we align ourselves with your identity. And we say we are worthy of love that would lay down its life unconditionally for us. If you're having a hard time saying that, say it again. I am worthy of my life being laid down for. Because God wants us to drink this and take on his identity. And he is a worthy king. And we say you are worthy because you are worthy. We thank you that you have made us worthy. So anyone that's struggling with depression, I send depression to the pit. And I align your identity with the identity of Jesus Christ as we take the blood. Ooh, that's sweet blood and also bitter. Um, so I think I saw somebody said they couldn't sell their souls because it doesn't belong to them. Um, you can actually sell your soul. Do you know how I know that? You know how I know it's biblical? Because it says in the Bible you're either a slave to sin or a slave to righteousness, which means that you were purchased. You were either indebted to the devil or indebted to God. So you sell your soul simply by sinning. It's that simple. But they do actually write up contracts and sign it in blood and so forth. So they do sell their souls. Just like you sold your soul to Jesus and he bought you back for a price. Yeah. And that price was the bankrupting of heaven for you, the most precious commodity ever. Okay. So I saw that someone here is an artist. Um, and I saw that you're going to be writing books for children and their learning books and that the Lord has you writing these books for children to construct, to teach them the foundational things that they need to know in their lives. And it's constructing them in a healthy way. It's constructive. These books that the Lord are having you write for children are constructive and he appreciates them because... Children will need all the resources they can get on how to live a godly life in the days ahead. I uh, I see Garrett. I see two people. I see Garrett and I see a John Gray or a John Gary. Um, Garrett, I I see that there's something awesome coming into your life. There's going to be a lot of new finances, a new a season of finances and financing. Uh, for whatever whatever this means, that you're going to be financed or financing people. And it's going to be a, a great blessing that you're going to be able to, to put people in homes and really be blessed and prosperous. And the Lord's expectation on you is that He wants you to tithe, continue to tithe, and He's even going to press you further to 
press you to see how much you're willing to give to him and trust him that he's going to come through for you. And he says, if you will surrender to him completely with your finances, that he is going to bless you to the point where you start to make $30,000 a month on, and that's going to be a slow month for you. That's what the Lord is saying. So I don't know how that's going to work out. Um, John Gray, I keep seeing, maybe it's Gray, maybe it's Gary, but I keep seeing a, um, <laughs> well, I saw a, a field with wheat, and the wheat was coming off, and it was turning into people. You were in the middle of the field. You were in the field all by yourself. But the Lord is sending you. There's a lot of seeds that have come to harvest. The, the wheat has come to a head, and he's sending people into your life right now that it are going to be in the field with you ministering evangelizing doing things he's sending you a team and this team is like four or five people and it's going to transform into house meetings and into churches and so forth so there's going to be a lot of growth that comes out of it then i saw you walking through a snow-covered pine forest and the lord said that you're about to enter into a season of refreshing um, with great leadership where you walk amongst great leaders who will be with you by your side. And then I saw a white horse representing that. All the warfare that you've been going through, you've been given the white horse, which means now the victory is yours. Amen. So I actually heard this word for Kim and Ron Warren. Kim, are you guys still here? I'll be looking to see in the comments. Somebody will see it. They'll see it. I think all of you... All of the Warrens are here, I believe, which is a blessing to us. Kim and Ron, I actually see the Lord sending you into a forest. Okay, there's Kim. There's Paige. I just want to hug you guys through the screen. <laughs> I see the Lord sending Ron and Kim into a forest. Full of prosperity and blessing. It's bright green. The vision I'm seeing is bright green. Um, you know, financial blessing, prosperity, all kinds of blessing everywhere. But what I hear is the Lord is sending you into a place where there are strong leaders that are not godly. They look strong, but they will fall. And where the Lord is sending you into... They need leaders that will be rooted and planted that will not fall. Because when the leaders that are not godly, that appear godly, but they're not, when they fall, they, God will need to have leaders in place to take their places to be, or to put them in their places to be able to catch the people that would fall because they're watching these other leaders fall. If that makes sense. Kim, you know I can always clarify with you. Basically what I see here, God's leading you into a place that looks like a forest. There, the, the path isn't clear. It's like you've been asking God, clear the path. What is the path? Give me a clear vision of the path I'm supposed to take. But he's saying it's not a clear path. He's sending you into a forest, not into the wilderness. I don't hear that. But what I see is a forest. You're going in. There's going to be leaders where God's placed you and is sending you that are going to fall and he needs you there planted to be strong leaders when the ones that are not God, godly fall. That's all I have for now.
Yep, and I heard relocation for allocation. That uh, you guys, what, well, basically what I'm seeing is that you're you're about to leave from where you are, and I just pray for a blessing over you and peace because I feel like there's a great despair um, that's coming. That's not. Uh, it's just a very sorrowful moment uh, for your family. And I, I feel like it's for a, a loss of somebody. And I just pray that your hearts are prepared for it. But there's going to be a relocation for you. And the Lord is going to give you the allocation or allocate for you what you need uh, in order to get there, to be there, to be healthy and whole, and to accomplish what he's asked you to accomplish. And it's going to take, the Lord is saying right now, it's going to take strong, decisive leadership. Um, and I feel like he's saying, make sure that you count the cost for what you're asking God to do for I'm you and through what's you. What's going on out here? Make sure that you count the cost for what God has asked you to do and what you've asked him to do. Because it's not going to be an easy thing for you. For you. There's going to be work that's involved. But you're going to have growth. You're going to be able to teach people, to mentor people, to disciple people. But there will be a cost that you have to count, right? So he's given you a vision, and he's given you the provision to go with that vision. And it's going to come to fruition. These are things where I feel like the Lord said that you're like, I want to retire. I don't want to do this. I don't want to be... Uh, here, I don't want to do this. This is all that I've ever known. Um, I feel like it's coming from both sides. It's, I don't want to do this. I don't want to be hurt again. I don't want to be bruised and broken and battered and taken advantage of. I don't want to be left alone and with no help where everything falls on us because we've been through it before and we don't want to be in it again. And I feel like the Lord's taking you into a new season where you're requiring decisive leadership. To say, no, this is how it will be, period. Period. Like a, almost like a fight. No, no passive, no just letting people say what they want to say. Straight up, you are in, you tell them you are in the wrong, here is why, and this is what we are doing. And that's probably why you had to go through some of the things you've gone through, because the Lord is going to have you in a situation where you can't please people at all. And you have to be strong, and he's prepared you for that. Sadly, you know, you've been prepared for that through through some trauma. Um, but you're stronger now than you were then. I see great healing also. I feel like the Lord's saying this, that there are things that need to be said between the two, between the father and mother, that there are things that need to be said, that need to be healed, uh, between each other, even though you feel like it's understood and that you don't need to talk about it, but there needs to be all of the, the hurt that's being felt needs to be addressed so that you can heal together. And it's going to bring a new unity in your family and new closeness because these are things that you understand why they're hurt or why they say or do what they're doing. You understand that and you feel like it doesn't need to be addressed, but the Lord is saying it absolutely needs to be addressed because it's going to bring healing. Even if you feel like it was already healed, 
I feel like the Lord is saying that the wounds are still festering and they need to be healed and they can only be healed if you shine light on it. Because the darkness is still there, you need to shine light on it. Even the areas that you don't want to talk about, the unimaginable things, the things that you would be ashamed to share with anybody else, they need to be shared with your significant other so that you can have healing and it'll bring a restoration. The Lord's saying it will bring restoration to you and to your walk with God and your closeness and relationship with the Lord. Because there are burdens that have been put on your heart by people that were unfair, that weren't yours to carry in the first place, and the Lord wants to heal them. And it has made it so you feel like God will act a certain way or do a certain thing when it was the enemy that put these unfair harsh burdens on your heart that were never yours to carry in the first place. So I have one last thing for the warns. But also anyone that this applies to, you can grab this word for you too. I see... Holy Spirit's crying over here. I see an angel placing a white tarp, specifically a tarp, over your family. Your immediate family, Brooke, Paige, Ken, Ron. I see an angel placing a white tarp over your family and your household. And it's like you're going to be in different locations for a season. Possibly, or even just for a little bit of time during transition or something. But the Lord says that he himself has sent angels to cover your family and bring you into a greater innocent purity, innocent, pure love for each other and to tie you and bond you together as a family. That what the enemy is doing to separate you all will not work in Jesus' name. So, Stephanie, I just heard, um, you know that when you delight yourself in the Lord, he gives you the deepest desires and secret petitions of your heart. So don't let the enemy say anything differently. If you want a certain house, you know beyond a shadow of a doubt that as you delight yourself in the Lord, that he's going to give you the deepest desires and secret petitions of your heart, that he's going to give Raven friends, is what I hear, that he's bringing new friends in um, Raven's life that's going to have the same beliefs as you guys as well. So for Vercat, for whatever reason, the Lord wanted to give you hope and let you know that prophetic words that have been spoken over you are being fulfilled. And he was standing here singing, I'm going to sing this, so don't make fun of me. <laughs> it goes, Behold he comes, riding on the clouds, shining like the sun. At the trumpet's call, so lift your voice. It's the year of Jubilee, and out of Zion's hill, salvation comes. There's no God like Jehovah. Anyway, um, the Lord wanted you to, to know that, for whatever reason, he was singing that song over you, to let you know that there's deliverance from the things that have been, been, have been pressing in on you. 
that have been crushing you, that have been weighing you down, that these are the days that he has prophesied over you. There is a peace, there is a rest, there is glory that the Lord is bringing to you now. And you've entered into that season now. So I just loose the fulfillment of the prophetic words that have been spoken over you. Um, <laughs> I don't know if it's a male or a female, but I, I'm just going to say there was a significant other. Um, either they're being brought to you or they're being brought back to the Lord. I don't know um, what, what that is, but I feel like there's deliverance for this person, whether it means that they're coming into your life or that they're being delivered from something uh, in Jesus. I just loose that in the name of Jesus. Amen. Okay, what we got? Um, Siska, S I S K A. I see the Lord. I'm trying to think of how to explain what I see. I see the Lord opening your book and writing intimate details. And I hear the Lord saying that nothing that is of concern of you goes unnoticed. That he sees your every detail. That he sees every concern that's on your heart. And it's like you feel like you're asking, what about me? What about me? What about me? But the Lord says that he sees you and he hears you and he is moving on your behalf. I specifically hear at work. Yeah, I felt like I was seeing uh, for Siska, right? Or Siska or yeah. Shiska or something like that. I felt like I was seeing um, that the Lord was saying, first of all, to speak over you that you will live and you will not die. You are whole and healed and healthy in Jesus' name. Then I saw when I started to pray for you a spirit of anxiety trying to come around uh, and, and bring anxiety and bring things up and around over and over again. And I just break that off of you right now in the name of Jesus. And I also speak to any spirit of depression that's trying to come against you and is trying to uh, either trying to get you to take your life or be fearful for your life or anything like that. I pray that anxiety and depression are completely gone and removed now in Jesus' name and that I speak life and hope and joy and peace prosperity and blessing into your life right now in Jesus name anxiety leave I also want to the Lord said to speak direction over you the the purpose of anxiety is to pull you in every direction which means you have no direction so I just speak to that right now and I declare that the Lord will lead you and guide you and what to do where to work where to go what country to live in what house to live in and so what family members you can trust what friends you can trust in Jesus' name. All right? You're whole and healed, and the Lord is leading you now in the name of Jesus Christ. In Brooklyn, if you guys are still here, Brooklyn, I specifically saw that you were called to be a warrior in intercession, and that this is why you perceive things before they happen um that you know you may have been told in the past that you're to use that as prophetic which it is there is a type of gifting called a prophetic intercessor and it's not necessarily to be up on stage like you know we are necessarily giving prophetic words but it's to be 
a prophetic intercessor interceding before something happens to avoid it from happening at all. Brooklyn, I really feel like the Lord just showed me that he is specifically, strategically, for many reasons, placed you in your family. Look, I just found myself doing this, and I was like, that's She's a, New Yorkin. That's a 45 thing. <laughs> My hands it's are It's hard to do on a little hands. screen. <laughs> They're um, good-sized hands. They're not too small. <laughs> oh, I don't see Brooklyn commenting. I asked her if she was here. We can make sure and get it to her. But what I see, Brooklyn, was you drawing a ring around your family of fire that keeps the enemy out. And while some don't understand you, the Lord says it's not for them to understand. It's for you to understand between him and you what he puts on your heart, what he shows you. And as you pray, others don't have to honor what the Lord has shown you. All that matters is that you're obedient to him. And that you pray against it, and it will protect your family. And he says, you are a righteous warrior, Brooklyn. That you are warring and standing in the gap for those in your family who aren't even necessarily pressing into the Lord in that situation at that time. And I don't mean just um, immediate family, extended family, and friends. The Lord says he has you in a place of hiding right now that the enemy would make you feel like you're isolated but the lord says it's a place of hiding from the attacks that the enemy would be putting on you right now so there's that so i saw darlene ramirez and i saw a uh i saw basically two spirits that have been assigned to attack you they're basically generational spirits from witchcraft that's been done in your family line that these spirits have been designed to prevent christians from coming into your life good christians God-fearing Christians to prevent blessings from coming into your life and uh, they've been trying to rob you and steal from you your entire life and cause division and uh, uh, curses and, and so forth and they're big and they're strong but the Lord sent in an angel and he's it, this one angel is much bigger than them and um, I, I, I feel like it the name of the angel is Eli Ha-yay-nu. I don't know what that even means, but um, I know Eli means what, like the Lord is, and then Ha is the, the Lord is the, the Lord is God of something. But um, these spirits are being removed right now, and I just loose for you every single blessing, every spiritual blessing, every single thing that has been taken from you, um, and I just declare that the storerooms of heaven, which are withholding all of the, the blessings that were meant for your family are loosed right now in Jesus' name and that you receive every single blessing that the enemy has tried to steal from you. I break the witchcraft out of your life. I, I break every curse and I, I just expect you to renounce every curse right now and come out of agreement with anything that's been spoken over you by warlocks, witches, psychics, tarot readers, anything like that. Just come out of agreement with it. And I, I feel like it's just stuff that happened in your past that you've been free from for a long time but there's still things that and I don't usually say this because I don't particularly um, like to go here but there's things that you need to break off and come out of agreement with that were spoken over you that you even speak over yourself like I'm worthless nothing good ever happens to me um, I always get passed over for this I can't sleep 
um, I'm this, I'm that. You need to come out of agreement with those things and loose the opposite things into your life now. Loose the blessings. Loose the inheritance. Break off the generational curses and, and, and declare over yourself, you are good enough. You are worthy of love. God is sending blessings into your life that you are chosen, that you are a royal priest. All right? So God bless you, and hopefully, um, I just hope that you see this manifested, like, immediately. So there's a lot of people in the comments that are asking, what can I do for the Lord? And I want you to go read Isaiah 61. It will give you about 10 different options of things you can do for the Lord. And seriously, that's not a joke or anything like that. Like, go read Isaiah 61. It will give you direction on what you can do for the Lord. Uh, Ruth Connor. Okay. How many more do you want to do? Wrap it up pretty soon. I'm starting to like, starting to sag here. Yeah, soon. Is it Ruth Connor or Comer? Ruth? Connor? Ruth? Okay, so that was quick. I barely even started praying. The Lord immediately showed me a diamond, and he said, Diamond in the rough. And you know what that means? This is your classic Christianese here coming at you. We're diamond in the rough. You've been going through a hard process. It's not the process of being formed into the diamond. The Lord's saying you're already a diamond. You're already a precious jewel, a precious gem in his eye. But what he's been doing is breaking off the things that are hiding, the beauty that is yours, that a diamond is the strongest thing that you can use almost I guess there's probably something stronger than a diamond out there but as far as I know a diamond is the strongest thing it can be used to cut through uh, metal and and so forth you know um, and it's super strong uh, very durable very precious very valuable and the Lord's just been cleaning off those little black pieces that don't belong there so that you can really shine the way you're meant to shine so that you can really see your value and so that other people can see your value and your beauty as well. It's a princess cut diamond for whatever. I don't even know what that means. So oh, that's what the Lord's doing. He's also saying that you're, she's like, uh. I do. No, I don't have a princess <laughs> now, but I did have a princess when we first got married. I have two princess cuts. <laughs> um, so Ruth, what I saw was that the enemy is trying to keep you from being joyful but he can't it's just like you're just this um ray of sunshine and love and power and you do warfare and you just do it with such joy and ease that it actually makes other people jealous and they try to shut you down um but the lord says that you are my sunshine is what i hear him saying over you <laughs> whoever ashley is i i I was just praying, and you you popped up, and the Lord said you made the right choice. That's all that that's all that He said. I felt like it was regarding a a, a special person in your life, um, but He said you made the right choice. <laughs> I just speak to any womb that's closed right now in the name of Jesus. 
and I loose right now that you will have a child, that your womb is open, that will not be hostile. I hear polyovarian cysts, and I just command polyovarian cysts to come out in the name of Jesus Christ, to leave and never return, and to be completely whole and healed now from head to toe. Body, line up with the Word of God now. In the name of Jesus Christ, we thank you, Lord, for healing every person, that there is no distance between you, and for bringing your kingdom down to earth. In Jesus' name, amen. I heard, um, before I get to that, I've been hearing this over and over again, I just got to say this, victory, victory Lee, Victoria Lee, that the Lord is saying that there is, uh, that he's bringing unity in your marriage between you and your husband, that you will see eye to eye, you will see him delivered, and you will see him walking as a Christian, not just professing it, but walking in his calling as a Christian, and it's going to pull you up, and you will pull him up, but you will both walk side by side, warring for each other. And which, there's a new level of unity that's coming for you and your husband. Which is very interesting, Victoria, because I have told him nothing. I have told him nothing about that. Who was the last person? Kimberly something? Kimberly Strong. Yeah, she was a partner. The first thing I heard was Kim Possible. And the Lord said <laughs> that what has been impossible for you before is now going to be possible. That he's opened up a new door of finances. I hear something about, um, uh, I, I don't, sometimes I feel like I'm just making stuff up. But I heard vaccine exemptions and that your exemption will be honored. I don't know. Sometimes it's hard to prophesy because you just feel like, am I even right? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, but we do it anyway and we find out we are later. Yeah, at some point. So, Lindsay Jeffers. First of all, I hear the Lord say that he loves your heart, that your heart is pure and you're after him, and that you're not after any people, but that you're after him. And I also feel like there's a spirit of isolation um, trying to attack you and a spirit of un being unwanted. I don't know what that spirit is. Rejection? <laughs> I guess that would be rejection spirit. Spirit of unwanted. That what you have to offer is, isn't appealing to anyone. And that's what I heard that the attack of the enemy is over you. But what I saw was that the Lord has shown you angles and perceptions of things and visions of seeing things differently than what other people see them as. Because that's revelation that he's given you and you're like, well, Lord, I want you to confirm this revelation. And, and you don't hear any other prophets or any other teachers teaching or saying what the Lord has shown you. But that's not because it's not being confirmed. That's because he's given that revelation to you. Look for the confirmation in the word. And if it aligns with the word of God then that is enough confirmation. You don't have to have it anywhere else. So I see that you're actually supposed to be a major leader in the body of Christ and that we need to hear your perspective of what God is showing you is going on. We as in the body of Christ. So rise up into your leadership position in Jesus' name. 
Whew, I'm getting fired up from that one. I keep hearing gout. That somebody has gout that's watching this, or inflammation. I'm just going to cover gout, arthritis, inflammation right now. Rheumatoid arthritis, junior rheumatoid arthritis, um, and I hear bursitis even for whatever. That's what like a sprained ankle or something. <laughs> no, bursitis is inflammation of a bursa in a joint. It's the fluid filled sac that allows your joints to move. Okay, well that that helps. <laughs> um, I command complete healing. Right now, in the name of Jesus, arthritis, inflammation, bursitis, uh, gout, whatever, in the name of Jesus Christ, I command you to leave and never come back. I speak complete healing. Be pain-free now. Type 1, type 2, and type 3 diabetes. I command you to leave. Body function properly. Pancreas function properly. Body produce proper amounts of insulin and processed sugar like you're supposed to in the name of Jesus Christ. I declare now that you will be able to eat ice cream again in Jesus name. <laughs> I heard somebody cry out and say, thank you, Lord. <laughs> Someone said, does 47 mean anything? Yes, it does. It means DJT. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Rebecca Mora. Oh man, you have a deep relationship with God. I saw that you have a relationship that is so strong with God that you can pull upon his refreshing waters in a desert. It's like you know him so well, you know where he's at in the middle of the desert. And how to get a drink and be refreshed. And it's like when everyone around you is in a desert, you're not. You're in the middle of an ocean of his love and of his presence. And I just see that, first of all, I feel like you're a worshiper. Maybe a worship dancer, maybe a singer, but you love to worship. And that the Lord has called you to work with children. Because he is giving you a heart for children to see them in the way that he sees them. And that um, that's just kind of the, the gist of what I'm getting right now is that you're called to even further work with children because you're after his heart and he's after the heart of the children. Yeah, you know what's funny is I saw you on a camel and uh, riding a camel through the desert and just completely taken care of. Um, you had everything you need. And then I saw you leading that camel to the well to give the camel water. So what motivates you and what drives you is service to others um, or, or service to the Lord even. And uh, I saw you were going through a cycle and old things were being shed and new things were being uh, put into place. So you're coming out of a season of the old and coming into these new things where it's going to be very fruitful. Um, what's what's the word? <laughs> Basically, I'm, I'm seeing like fertility. Does that make sense? Like, it was like a shedding. I just don't want to use these words on the computer. But it was like a, uh, the computer. Um, the internet. Wow. The, the webs. The Googlers. <laughs> but it was like shedding a menstrual cycle. 
and then ovulating, and there was new life that was about to yeah. give birth. So she's getting rid of one season and moving into yeah, the next. moving into something that's going to bring new life. The cycle growth. is broken. I am about beat, so we're going to have to wrap this up pretty soon. My back hurts, and I'm just tired. All right, just bless everyone in 2022. <laughs> no, we got to do more. I can't finish on a complaint. <laughs> two more. Okay, Emmanuel. Emmanuel. And Timothy Nathan. We're going to pray for Timothy Nathan and Emmanuel. Emmanuel. God among men. Yeah. I'm not trying to be rude. I can't pronounce that last name. Gazali? Gazali? He knows What's his name again? Emmanuel. Right, okay. Duh. Spent 30 seconds. That's how tired I am. Brandy was trying to tell me something That's earlier. That's pretty normal. I looked Brandy right dead in the eyes and I was so, I just couldn't hear what she was saying. I was like two feet from her. She said something and also smiled at me normal. and I'm like. <laughs> also normal. <laughs> I like that you acknowledge that. You're not listening, even though you're listening. <laughs> yeah, me. he was like, I didn't hear what you just said. And I'm like, that's also normal. Yeah, but I like that I... you acknowledge that you didn't hear what I said, even though you're staring right at me. I'm like, I appreciate that. I'm like, have I ever told you how beautiful your eyes are? <laughs> Which makes me angry, because I want you to focus on what I said. Yeah. But no. you didn't hear what I said, so I had to repeat it. But you listened the next time I said it. So that's there, all there that matters. That's a win. Okay, we're done. The second time's... Second time's important. Anyway, Emmanuel. So I saw immediately that it is like you are feeling like you're a punching bag, that you just keep taking blow after blow after hit after hit. And the Lord says that he's not allowing you to be a punching bag, but that you're actually strong enough to withstand all of these things. And what's happening is you are being refined in this time so that you don't have any buttons that can be pressed. Um, I, I just see uh, nutcrackers marching and that people have been saying things to, uh, to make you angry uh, using words to really hurt, kind of hurt you, and coming against you, like it's been, it's it's been warfare, but it's been like an unreal warfare. Like, why would a nutcracker be coming after you? Basically, um, I'm not gonna use the the term, but you know, you know what I mean. Like they're they're busting your whatever, you know, and and it's just been to try to. <laughs> Um, to try to get under your skin and try and get you to curse God and say, how much more of this can I take? Like, I'm sick of this. And I know that feeling. I've been there, um, especially with COVID. You know, when you're praying for healing and you feel like you don't see it, you're like, I'm not even going to bother praying anymore. This is pointless. Like, it's not even going anywhere. But never give up. No matter how much it seems like your prayers aren't being answered, do not ever give up. And know that the Lord is hearing your prayers, that he has moved and is moving on your behalf. And these attacks are coming to an end now. That season of being attacked is coming to an end. The Lord's literally setting them on fire. And um, and I, I don't mean like he's going to you know kill people by burning them to death. I, 
I should certainly hope that. That kind of sounds like a serial killer, not like God. So that would be Satan. But he's literally, um, I feel like they've been lying about you, is why he said setting them on fire. And it's a liar, liar, pants on fire kind of deal. That they are going to be consumed with their lies, and it is going to eat them up. And the Lord is going to be your vindication. He will justify you. He will rectify the situation. I feel like there's even legal proceedings where people have tried to lie about you and in, in like even in like a court of law or at work or something like that. And the Lord is going to blow that up and he's going to expose every single person that has lied about you. So that's good. All right. And then you said, was that Timothy? Timothy Nathan. Okay, let's see what the Lord has to say here. I've seen you comment on our stuff before, but I, I, uh, yeah. I don't know if I've interacted with you or not, or if I know you. Well, I'm stuck on a word for someone else. So, I see a harvester and a combine. First, let me just tell you what I saw in order. I saw you standing in the middle of a field of tulips. Tulips. Tulips? Tulips. Let's just say tulips. <laughs> um, I saw you standing... Tulip? Tulips. Tulip. 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 However you say it. Tulips. <laughs> tulips. <laughs> I saw you standing in the field of, of tulips and the wind was blowing and it was just blowing the tulips down. So I wonder if that's a play on words that the Holy Spirit is breathing and speaking out with his from his mouth, his lips. He's moving on your field, on what you've been working in, um, and what you've been working on, and he's breathing and moving things. Then I saw a combine come, and the combine was, um, it was like... No, 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 no. Combine. Combine. It, it represents combining. So it's doing... It's called a combine. That's not a combine. It's a combine. Yeah, combine. No, combine. It's calm. calm. There's no <laughs> A. It's an O. Combine. So, <laughs> so it represents combining something that's going to allow you to bring harvest into your life. And then I saw a harvester coming, which was following the combination. So something is being brought together. The Holy Spirit is moving, speaking, breathing. On your behalf, bringing, and, and there's two lips, so it represents multiplication and blessing. So he's blessing your work, he's blessing whatever you have joined together, or combined, it might even be your marriage if you're married, and you're going to reap a harvest as you guys walk into unity um, for, for this and what's going on. So that harvest is a golden wheat harvest, so it's a harvest of souls and it's also, uh, it looks like it's a financial blessing as well. It's a combination of things. I see gold coins and um, gems and wheat. So there's a, a prosperity that's coming for you. And I even feel like the Lord's saying that you've been leading people and showing people how to, um, to uh, what's the word? When you show people how to prosper as well. And because of that, you're going to prosper. Yeah, that's what I, I saw and heard the word prospering plan. 
that the Lord would give you a plan to help people prosper. And as you give that, you will prosper as well. Similar to what we do with crypto. We don't invest in crypto because we want to keep our hearts and minds pure and neutral with nothing invested except we just want to be obedient to God. And if he gives us a word to share it, similar with with what God's going to have you do. Um, so the word that I was stuck on and still am, John Foster, are you guys still here? They'll come back and watch it if they're not. Stephanie and John. I'm waiting to see if they comment. You're welcome, Timothy. Um, okay. So, okay, there's Stephanie. So, I actually see John going into a new position. Um, I see him going into a position where he's going to... I don't feel that it's a new career necessarily, but a new position within his career that he's going to be promoted up to a position of operating over a group of men. And what I see is that it's going to allow John to walk into your Ravenic calling. I hear that you have a rabbi type of calling and that the Lord's going to cultivate that and grow that in you in a new position of employment. I do see you moving states from where you're at now um, and that you will move into this position where you're in leadership over people um, and it's going to be a new journey for you and the Lord says that that is where you're going to use your gifting in this next season. Mm -hmm. You're coming out of the wilderness is what I feel like the Lord is saying. That you've been very blessed and you've been able to bless other people, but you've also been in a wilderness season where it feels like you've just been kind of looking for direction and purpose um, in what the Lord is calling to you next in your life. And I almost feel like you're kind of coming out of a place of like an RV kind of place where it's been kind of recreational, but also like um, downsizing somewhat to some degree and you have the ability to be flexible and go where the Lord has asked you to be. And so he's going to send you there where you're going to make new roots. You're going to be planted, have a good foundation and new roots. And that the Lord is is going to really bless you in the things that you've asked him to bless you in. And he's going to, he's giving you a purpose and a direction that you might come across like a church that you really like. And they're going to have things for you to do that you will enjoy. And you're going to be invited by leadership to work with some some ministries. Uh, I have a, I have a, an idea who it is as I'm saying this. I'm like, yeah, I'm prophesying about us or something. But <laughs> I don't know that. I don't know anything about that. So don't. You know a little bit about that. So there's things that the Lord is going to have you do. And it's going to be a great blessing. You're going through that season of downsizing, getting things out of your life that you don't need, um, but you're still extremely blessed, and you're being pliable and flexible for the Lord to go where He wants you to go, do what He needs you to do. Where He's sending you, you have a mission to pray over the land, to anoint the land, and to wage war 
over that area and take that land back for Jesus. <laughs> Stephanie said he's literally been living in an RV park in Iowa for a job. <laughs> <laughs> we know that life, John. We know it well. I didn't know that you were living in an RV. Okay, <laughs> my back hurts. Okay, okay, last thing. Robert Walker. I hear for Nancy, if Nancy, I think you're watching tonight, that the Lord is giving you a new passion to use something creative. I don't know if you sew, if you, um, I'm so tired. What's it called that De Debbie and Grandma do? Knitting? N no. Crochet. That uh, if it's crocheting or if it's something creative like that, I feel like the Lord's going to give you a passion back and not to dismiss that. But that that's the Lord bringing it back up that he wants to use that to bless you and to bless other people for his glory. We love you guys. Wait, Rob, uh, Robert Walker, <laughs> Bob Walker. Yeah. <laughs> I The Lord said that he's bringing you out of a place of isolation and separation. That that spirit of isolation and separation has been attacking you for a long time. Um, feeling of not having direction or purpose. The Lord is giving you direction and purpose now. Your purpose is to be a leader, to be a teacher, to start a church, to have home groups, and to teach people and share the wisdom that you have. You are called to be a teacher. The Lord wants you to start teaching more. And he wants you to teach the body of Christ. Whether it be to start a YouTube channel and just read the Bible and explain what you're reading. Yes, I hear Graham Cook Mantle. Yes. Graham Cook Mantle over Robert Walker. So if you don't know who Graham Cook is, look him up and follow him. If they don't come to you, the Lord says, you go to them. But do not wallow in a place of despair and loneliness. Get up and go out and do the things that God has asked you to do. He says, even if you have to get a, give a word to somebody who's eating in a restaurant, which he says is very un, will be very uncomfortable for you, but he's going to do it, then you give them that word, and you go to them. Don't wait for them to come to you. Because even if the enemy is telling you that you're not valuable, that what you have is not good enough, what you have to offer is not good enough, or nobody wants to be around you or anything like that, what he's saying is what you have to offer is extremely valuable, and you very clearly hear God's voice. And other people need that direction and discernment. Because you can see what somebody's purpose is. You can see what God is doing for them. You can see if they need help, if they need shelter, if they need food. You have been given the ability to be a well house for people. And the Lord wants you to start to really walk into that calling. And as you start to do these things and really, really sow into more people, and I know your heart and I know that you love to sow and, and to give, and the Lord is really going to bless you and what you've been doing beyond what you can even imagine. I hear that he's going to multiply 40 times what you give per month. He's going to multiply that to you in your income 40 times the amount that you give. Amen. And I heard he said retirement will never be an issue for you. Never be an issue. Not that you won't be able to retire but that you will be able to re afford to be able to retire with ease and to retire your children and their children and their children. God is going to bless you so much. I feel like he's saying that you're going to be a billionaire before your life ends. So 
whatever plans you have to invest or to start a business or whatever it is to do, uh, a ministry, whatever it is, the Lord is going to abundantly bless you through that. Now let's call it an end. Okay, do that? so, yes. So for everyone um, that's listening, we do not just like pick and choose certain people to give words to. We just listen to what we receive from the Holy Spirit. I would, literally God wants to talk to every one of you. He's not ignoring you. We're not ignoring you. We're just human. We have limitations and we can only go so long before we break. And the little one has to have a feeding here in just a minute. Yep. Um, which it's a tube feeding, so I've got to clean it, set it up, all that, all those things. Um, or I get to, I'll put it that way. Um, so we just bless you and we pray that the Lord will meet you with a word for 2022. The good news is we did a teaching of the prophetic word that God gave us going into 2022. So if you didn't receive a personal word for yourself, um, you can take that as a personal word. Also, I feel like the Lord is saying anyone that will stay up and sacrifice a little more time with him throughout the rest of this night and just open your Bible, he will speak to you through a verse in your Bible and it will just hit home and be that prophetic word that you need. We love you guys. Thank you so much for being here. Like and subscribe to our channel if you have not. Ding! <laughs> you can also become monthly partners with us at Fireside Grace Ministries and become part of our Fireside family. We're excited about being more active as our um, babysitter comes back in the middle of January and we start doing our Sunday night meetings again for our monthly partners. We also um, have Venmo, PayPal, and a donate button if you're interested in sowing at end of the year or beginning of the year seed into us. We love you guys. We hope that you're doing amazing and fantastic. We send you into 2022 anointed to do every work of Jesus and greater with compassion, love, fulfillment, hope restored, and a new light shining in you. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Be blessed and live long and prosper.